Um, the Asian Avengers. So weak. The, the, the Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no Americans care about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. And quick shout out to our uh, network, Listening Party and Canal Street Radio. Check out those guys on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. And if you're listening on your phones right now via Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever, please take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram. Put it on that story. Tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod and uh, say be, something. Say something. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes. Give us five stars do it right now we almost have as of uh this morning almost 300 yes that's awesome that's really good although you know what still not on new and notable i know what is what also is, i thought the itunes was, i thought work? itunes was gonna do something for um asian pacific no they whatever. were just like they, they tried that last year and they're like yo fuck this yeah <laughs> yo let's just let's just focus on more npr shit and i was like fucking I know. piece of shit so thank you um not steve jobs what's his name tim cook Tim Cook. Tim Cook, fuck off, buddy. <laughs> uh, okay, before we start the show, let's uh, give a shout out to our newest Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. Uh, listeners, if you don't know what we're doing right now, uh, we always give a, a shout out to our um, newest members of the week who donated and uh, joined the cause, and we honor them by trying to guess what ethnicity they are based on their last name. Yes. And so we have. Nobody ha- wins. We, nobody wins. So we have, um, we have a lot this week. So here we go. Let's just get started. Let's get right into it. We do have a lot. Michael Lavache. Oh, that's my that's my boy. He's his, black. He, he, yeah, he he's black. <laughs> my God, he's black. Well, his photo is black and white too. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's Haitian. His real name is Michel. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's dope. That's nice he's that you're my, friends. He's my one black friend. That's great. So shouts, Michel. And uh, then we have see we have we get a lot of non-Asian people, which is very exciting. I love it's it. A very exciting time for I us. I love it. Next we got Amina Opio. O P I O. O P I O P Opio. O P I O. I'm gonna say Portuguese. Why not? Yeah, Opio. That's I, I have no idea. Yeah. Then we have Chi C H I T. Just the letter T. Just the letter T. But going but the by first her name is Chi. Yeah, it's probably Chinese. Uh, I would say I'm gonna say Chinese life force. There we go. How about that? <laughs> not even Chinese. Then we get Helen Vin. V-I-N-H. Is that a Viet name? Vin, V-I-N-H, is yeah. a Vietnamese name, although that's a first name, so she's 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 going up with her, like, she's, like, using her middle name or something oh, like that. Oh, Asian-American people do that. They use their, like, real Asian yeah, name. Yeah, my middle, middle name, name is Zui, and it's my middle. Zui. My, 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 yeah, and it, I can't even spell it for you guys. Zui. I, nobody knows how, so. That's great. Helen, thank name. you so much. Uh, thanks for being Vietnamese. We have a lot of Viet donators. Are Vietnamese people in this country rich? Hell no, nah, dog. We we are just bad with money, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, oh shit, what's that? Oh, I'm gonna get all up in this podcasting podcast game, and then I'm gonna buy a Lexus. <laughs> Even though I work at Arby's. Oh, okay, well we have Vang Nguyen, V A N G. Vang Nguyen, thank yeah. you for giving us that assistant manager money yeah, from Arby's. Thank you. Love your curly fries. So mm, good, delicious. Then we have this guy has like a four part name. Alan Hui Bon Hoa. Yeah, that's definitely a Vietnamese name. Hoa. What's it? Is it Bin B I N H? No, no. Alan. Alan. Hui. Hui. H E Y. Dash B O N dash H O A. Yeah, yep, yep. Even more Vietnamese. This guy is like a uh, fucking, what is he, a pharmacist? And He's Viet? For sure. Wow. Well, Vietnamese names are only three letters long. Can I be honest with you? I, I've never been in contact with so many Vietnamese people in my life. 
and this You're, is it's i'm scared yeah actually these are all me so <laughs> <laughs> these are all just different versions of me i'm giving my own self money again we're bad with money so and, it's uh, okay so we got two more another non-asian person ashley kabiko c-a-b-i-c-o c-a-b-i-c-o c-a uh, you know I, I you know could be could be one of these tricky filipinos with their mm, tricky names that's right that's right it's on spanish it's probably filipino and mm-hmm. then we're gonna wrap it up with margaret wang we know that's chinese that's chinese but chinese thank you very much fuck. margaret thank you um we have guests today we do we, we do have, have guests today we have guests in honor of uh asian pacific uh, american yes. heritage month wait but can i tell my story before we introduce the guest okay yes of course a quick story sorry ladies you're gonna have to <laughs> chill hang for a tight, second hang tight okay this is my story of the week, okay? And I'm doing, I'm, t- I'm telling the story in honor of Asian Month. Asian it, Month. It Asian We're month. not even going to call it Asian Pacific Ameri- American it's Highlander so Month. It's so long. It is. Pick, it's so bad. It's such bad branding. But then, but if you call it Asian Month, Asian that's, month. that's something that like Chopped Salad does. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Asian Month. Today, we've got Asian. Asian Month. <laughs> It's just shrimp with salt. Twelve dollars. Twelve fifty. Taste of Asia. So, uh, some of the listeners who listened to um, our episode with Kenise Mobley two weeks ago. Yeah. I'm gonna stop saying listeners. I'm gonna go ahead and say anals. I'm gonna yeah. say anals. Asian, yeah. not Asian listeners. By Love the way, it. everybody. Love it. Uh, you know, we were talking about going to Boston for a comedy festival. It was called Women in Comedy Festival. I was also invited. Don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> it's I was a really o- big festival. I was the only guy on the on the lineup, which is cool. Um, but I got to open for Helen Hong, right? And she Helen is uh, an Asian comedian, uh, and she's on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on NPR. And I got to talk to her a little bit. I saw her headline. Overall, awesome experience. But when I was talking to her, I found out that she's like an o- she's like part of the OG New York comedian class. Oh shit! So it's like te- like five or six years before we started. So right. she came up with like Ali Wong, Shang Wang, like all those guys who are like killing it right now. Yep, yep. Like the Mark Normans, all those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and. She was really, really fucking good. You yeah. could tell that she had been through the grind, oh, if yeah. you will, right? You like she tell. did the open mics. Yep. And it was really cool to see, like obviously she's a little older than me, but it was really cool to see an Asian comic who'd been through the same shit that I had been through because I feel like we don't, there aren't that many of us, you know? There's, uh, I mean, especially now because like when we talk about this all the fucking time with yeah. like Asian comedy, there's like, you and I, we're, you know, we love stand-up and, we, and there's like something when you see a really like really like good stand-up comedian you can tell that they've been through some like horrible yeah, shit yeah. versus like somebody who is funny and like doing their funny thing but then they didn't come up through like open mics and like or like an Instagram star or something yeah exactly like, like, yeah. A, like a very good yeah Instagram person or, or YouTube person which is hey that's totally cool yeah but uh um uh you know you see like a really good stand-up and there's not that many yeah ground out hardcore Asian yeah. stand-ups you so know? that's why I really like resonated with her we talked a little bit too she was really cool that's cool um she kept calling me kid which was <laughs> was she smoking was she smoking yeah she's like <laughs> you ever been fucked in the ass <laughs> jesus that, that's comedy that's yeah, that's funny kid <laughs> um but the point i was trying to make and i'll make it quick because we have a guest today but you know we always talk about how like you can't people can't really do an impression of an asian comedian today because it hasn't been defined yeah we're still working and on i that think again. you know the last five years like asian cre- creative agents has been like they've been hustling they've been trying to do a bunch of cool shit mm-hmm. they're getting on tv they're writing about cool books and stuff like that and when i saw her do 45 minutes i started to think like oh there's i can kind of see uh a like like an Asian female comedian style style forming. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it kind of it was similar to Ali Wong. It's yeah. a lot of like yelling and like a lot of energy, yeah. a lot of anger. Yeah, anger. I think Asian people yeah. are like angry. We were angry, despite like our little cute bodies were like angry. Yeah, yeah. And she like really, <sighs> really <Lizzie> kid. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> right. So she really um you, like uh, leveraged that to her advantage when like that was her point of view. Like yeah. this angry Korean lady <laughs> who's single. She was also single, oh, which like shit. made the whole thing so much funnier. Um. Not for her, but for me it was funny. <laughs> um, but it was really cool. It was very inspiring to see, A, just to see that that style forming, but also to know that, like, there are a lot of funny Asian comics and just people just don't know about them. You know, people I People mean, just don't know about them I want to tell, like, yeah, if you're a fan of, of comedy, if you're a fan of Asians <laughs> and of comedy, <laughs> you know, there are definitely uh, comedians out there. And, you know, it's we're, we're kind of... We're kind of shooting ourselves ourselves in the foot, like comedians, because like I bet you, if you Google Helen Hong, she she's not gonna appear unless you're like really specific about it. You know, it's hard to find those like stand-ups you know what i'm saying like you know because they don't have like a huge youtube following oh, right, or they right. might not have a big instagram following yeah. or whatever i don't think she has like a comment central half hour or anything yeah exactly but, but doesn't mean she doesn't but have that the doesn't mean she's not funny yeah and so you know try to support those people try to find them out and and you yeah, know google know th- they're yeah there are a lot of people who are way funnier than me and mike but the thing is we have unique ass asian names so we always come up on google mm, that's why i spell my name m-i-c think that's about a good it point. think about it see branding because branding. if you type in Brian Park on Google, you're not going to find a comedian Brian Park. Mm, but you, you, type in, you type in Fumi Abe, I'm going to fucking come up, bro. That's right. Yeah. Also, uh, well, I uh, told you, my favorite, one of my favorite porn stars, also named Fumi Abe. So, <laughs> I get mixed results, <laughs> to be honest fuck? with you. I hope it's Fumi A, because that's a girl's name. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's get into our guests. Uh, so, uh, the um, our guests today, they've been on the show before. I don't remember which episode it was, but uh, they're one of our first guests. They're super chill. Yeah. They are the founders of Banana Magazine. Um, they have a Wikipedia page. Did you yes. know that? Yeah. I found that out. They have a Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is a DJ for Hex City Comedy. That's a credit. <laughs> That's a credit now. <laughs> yeah. And um, they're the coolest Asian kids on the block. For sure. Uh, happy to have them back. Please welcome to the show, Kathleen So and Vicky Ho. you on it was like it was before you guys started recording at canal street market it way was before that we yeah, were last we time like, we were on a couch, I know, we, couch. Did not, we did not get the privilege of canal street market until now i remember we were, we recorded on the couch and uh fumi was real nervous because he's like man are they are they gonna think this is like a super shitty operation and no. i was like I, I, I was concerned but then he offered us uh tate's cookies and i knew oh, that oh my god that was your idea you can't you can't invite guests over to an Asian house and not offer them some sort of delicious treat. That's treats. true. That's true. So yeah. yeah. So now we look 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 at us now. Yeah, on look the come at us up. Hey. hey. <laughs> not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't see any Tate's cookies though. Where, where's the Tate's? I cookies? know. We didn't get any snacks. Uh, that's true, huh? Yeah. Well, uh, so welcome welcome back. Thank uh, you. You guys are launching uh, issue number five of Banana Magazine. Yes. For people who don't know, because you know. We do have a lot more listeners now. A lot of it has to do with you guys because yes. before this, we were posting on like Reddit uh, Virgin Asian Man. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like, which, by the way, huge, huge, huge subreddit. Yeah, um, yeah, huge so demographic. Huge demographic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, before that, we we're trying to like figure out like, you know, where are we going to go? How are we going to grow our, our audience? And you guys were super instrumental in doing that, just like tapping us into what I call the Blonde Asian Network. Oh. Yes, for yes. sure. Uh, uh, and so we have a lot more followers and and listeners and 
you know, l- let let them know what Banana Mag's all about. What's your little elevator pitch? Banana Magazine is an annual print publication and platform dedicated to covering uh, contemporary Asian culture. Um, we love finding stories that blend the East and the West together to find our own uh, and uncover our own uh, identity and collective uh, culture together. And as far as I know, you guys are probably the only magazine doing something like this, right? Mm. There's a lot of Asian publications that have come up since us now. Um, However, I do think uh, the topics we cover um, are more lean towards like the creative Asian um, and more exploring like different subcultures and and focusing more on like art, design, things of that nature. So your your PR person sent us like a a demo version. Was it it a full version? Like a a low res? Exclusive. Yeah. And it's like super, super interesting. And we want to kind of get into the topics a little bit later. But um, why don't we get into like? Why don't we start with like? What is the theme of this year's magazine? Yeah, because I think every, last, yeah, yeah. every year has every issue kind of has an unofficial or maybe an official theme. Would you say no theme? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will concentrate like a few stories around a theme. Okay. So this this <laughs> issue's theme. Yeah. Um, we did th- a three part story on Asians and cannabis. Oh, those high Asians. I like that. High Asians. Blazing Asians. Blazing Asians. Blazing Asians. This is why they're so like more more successful than us. I know. They come up with all sorts of <laughs> cool shit like all, all all off the dome like that. Um, <laughs> why did, did, did that just burden? Did, did that just cap? Did that just happen sort of serendipitously, or were you guys like? Just like, man, we should talk about getting high as shit. It it happened kind of organically. Mm -hmm. I feel it every year we're like, okay, so what's going on? And and we like start to uncover some stories. And we actually, it just kind of came to us because we had featured two of the people who are in this like three-part package in our newsletters. Um, So we just kind of happened to see like, you know, with the legalization in LA, um, it was just really starting to like see a bunch of Asians who are like tapping into the network mm. um, and we went to a, an infused dinner that day hosted of Sunday school and just met like mad Asians in the cannabis industry whoa and so that was kind of a really big kicking off point for us to be like whoa this is like really happening we should talk about it talk about like the intricacies of like what is like my Asian heritage how does that conflict or how does that add to like working in this industry what a hold on by infused it was an infused dinner like food. all the food it had like yeah like, weed it was in, in yeah. the soy sauce was yeah. It, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you could control oh, your high shit. yeah it was a uh, korean thanksgiving last year chuseok yeah day and mia from sunday school hosted uh, an infused dinner to celebrate did you guys yeah. get um i have so many thoughts on the whole like edible thing so like did you guys get super high from doing that I did not. I was really feeling concerned about yeah. getting too high, yeah. so I had very little. Mm. Mickey, yeah, you? I got high as shit. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Okay, we can talk about getting high as shit. Yeah. Okay, good. Perfect. Because I don't know, you know. So, mom, cover your ears. Mom, don't look at us. <laughs> don't smell what's coming from the house. Uh, so, um, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I think this this is. I think Asian people and getting high. That's like one of those things, like. You know, we had that episode, episode 60, where we talk about Asian people having sex. Yeah. And for some reason, that was, like, mind-blowing for people. <laughs> yeah, people were like, what? what? <laughs> and I think weed is the same thing, where it's like, we're c- 
clearly doing it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's just that like no one ever kind of. I mean, of course, Harold and Kumar came out, and that was like really cool to kind of to, you know mm-hmm. to, to see. Mm-hmm. But then still, like we don't like you. We're not really associated. Like we don't have like a subculture mm-hmm. or an association with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, were you trying to like kind of explore that? And do you feel that there's a besides the soy sauce thing? Like, do you feel <laughs> there's a very particular Asian take on it? Yeah, totally. I think. Like, kind of the theme we were going for, it's like, okay, so I get high, but I also get back to, like, work and get straight A's. So it's kind of like that studious (laughs) Asian. And, and, like, we all kind of bonded over, like, our high school experiences. Like, we were, you know, none of our parents would ever suspect because we were still making straight A's, but we were, like, getting high at Celebration Park, like, on the weekends. Mm. That's interesting. Like, to an Asian mom, it's like, how how could they be high if they're getting good grades? Like, the two are (laughs) contradictory. Yeah, and, you know, I I read a little bit of that, um, the article with, uh, I think it was Day, Mm -hmm. um, right? And this is interesting because you and I wrote something very similar to this um, in the form of pilot but the way he got introduced to weed was through his SAT tutor I think right or oh p- yeah p- proctor, uh, it, maybe? it was uh, when he was in uh, board not private school or private school, school? Uh, yeah so one of his, like his like he said RA proctor I don't really yeah. know oh, yeah. yeah it's like his like I don't know whatever that means whoever was in school like a guy. school guy <laughs> right somebody <laughs> in the education you know role because he noticed how stressed he was with all the test taking and then homework and stuff so he gave him weed and that's how he got introduced mm-hmm. and you and I wrote like a little comedy pilot yes. about SAT tutors see that ne- uh, folks that will be coming out never when we first brought this up I didn't like believe you I was like why would a teacher give but it's happening Dude. Right? I didn't believe you. I was like, teachers wouldn't give kids weed. And yeah. then it's totally happening. I mean, and now it's and now it's like everywhere and it's kind of too crazy. I wish I brought, I brought my pen. I didn't bring my pen. So we could have gotten like super hotboxed in here. Mm. Although I guess you can't really hotbox with a pen. But we're in a box. We're That's in true. a studio. And we could have gotten high as hell. Yeah. That would been cool. When did, you, when, when did you start smoking weed? I didn't start smoking weed. I was a goody goody. Right. And I didn't smoke weed in high school. And I didn't, I didn't really smoke weed in college. And I only started smoking like after... Just, I don't know. Just because I didn't like, I, I, you can, I don't know what you want to say. I was a loser. I don't know what you want to say. Like, I just, I just didn't. I wasn't exposed to a lot of it. Like, wow. Uh, and I'm not saying that like Asian kids didn't do it, of course, but I just didn't like run in those circles for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, now, I, now I do. And I mean, um, this is so uh, good to talk about because the highest I would say of the five highest times I've ever been, three have been with Vicky. <laughs> I don't know where Mac Vicky's, Vicky's connected. Her shit, thanks. Shit. Her, her shit is nuclear. Dude, that shit. I once smoked. Damn. I smoked. I shared a J with yeah. her and Todd, yeah. her her uh, her fiance, and uh, the three of us were smoking. And I we we split it. Yeah. Three ways, and I was high. I was high for like. Like days, damn! I was, damn. I was so, shit, dude. I was like, I was just like floating on top of the world and shit like that. And the, and and the, and the a couple weeks ago, she uh, had a me and uh, uh, me over at, at their place because they're, they're homeowners. Yeah, we, we, should, we should give them shouts at being a homeowner. <laughs> we had, we had a, and Todd made a, a, an amazing dinner, and I had one puff. One, because yeah. I knew the shit was so crazy dang. Yeah. I had one puff, and I was, again, so again. <laughs> high. You know when you're high? You know when you're high, and it's hard for you, you start stuttering because you're so high? Yeah. Have you ever been that high? I don't know if you're talking about no, I'm talking about Fumi. Have you ever been high, Fumi? Yeah, I've been high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did the ladies, what did you guys yeah, start, when did you smoking? start smoking weed? Uh, senior year of high school. Okay, uh, and okay. how did that happen? Party? 
Um, it was a few girls on my swim team that I was like my close friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that's fucked up. Don't you get? Don't you get tested? No, in high school, we get tested. Really? Really? Because our high school, we were good at sports. They would always test us. Like anything, you can test. Oh, I see. We were Division One champs senior year. Had nothing to do with how much we got high. You know, it's funny. Michael Phelps smokes weed. He does. Yeah, people say that's a secret. Smoking weed before you work out a little bit, if you control it, is actually really good for you because it loosens up your muscles and you can oh. actually take on a lot more. Show me the but science. Just, just, don't get, <laughs> just don't get too high, but you know, you That's always control don't yourself. Get, don't get too high. That, yeah. but everybody you know always know yeah. Damn. What about Kathleen? Yeah. When did you smoke weed? Uh, I was... 15 the first time yeah. wow. that is young <laughs> there's nothing to do in the suburbs ah uh, true <laughs> I'm from the suburbs too but it took me a while yeah. yeah I always wonder why um I feel like Asian moms should definitely smoke weed for sure yeah they gotta chill out I was trying mm-hmm. to get convinced my mom when California was switching over to like legalizing it I was cause you can grow you can have a certain number you can grow uh, individually and yeah. like be okay it's like five plants or some shit yeah, which is yeah, like yeah. a shit ton yeah. for like an individual person but I was like first of all Asian moms be real good at they got the green thumb the gardening okay? mm-hmm. they love gardening, gardening. Mm-hmm. and I was like mom you love oranges we got all, so many lemon plants and you love orchids this is even easier than that just put this in the green we have a greenhouse a small one and i was like mom you could be you know and i was trying to get her with yeah. the wallet too i was like yo you can be making money from yeah. this you yeah. know and she for a second i could tell she was like hmm and then she's like no it's not right wow <laughs> that's not right and i was like mom you don't know what right or wrong is man she, yeah so that's that's interesting so when you guys um you know were doing research on these people on the west coast investing in the cannabis mm-hmm. um were you s- specifically searching for like young creative people or th- those are just ha- those just happen to be the people who are kind of like running shit over there yeah i mean we uh so so the two people that we had featured in our newsletter a few years ago was um day from sunday school as well as monica Lowe, who does sous-weed um so she sous-weed. makes um infused <laughs> recipes um and, sp- and it's all asian recipes as well mm-hmm. um from her parents uh, heritage and from her childhood and she infuses it through sous-vide cooking oh wow. wow yeah and she started doing that as a way to heal herself she's she's an athlete uh she was an athlete and she had uh hurt herself and used um cannabis to heal herself and of Western medicine. Mm, um, mm. But yeah, we featured both of them. So they were like the first people that we kind of reached out to to get references. And then also from the infused dinner we had, we also were able to connect with a lot of people who put us into connection with others out on the West Coast. Right, 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 right. Um, but in terms of like how we found them, it was really like, or what we were looking for, it was really um, like different various uh, backgrounds of people. Mm-hmm. So like they... Like we have people who manage um, manage a cannabis shop, a dispensary. We have people who are distributors, um, and then we also have people who just like smoke it casually, and maybe there's a re- like you know it has influenced them somehow in some mm-hmm. way in their like creative endeavors. So right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Pretty varied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From from the research you've gathered, is this an industry that 
will start booming among the Asian community, you think? Like, do you think that by Asian people being more involved, like, more Asian kids will start smoking weed or, like, you know what I mean? Like, do, mm. do you feel momentum in this yeah, industry? Because I don't know anything about the cannabis industry. Sometimes, like, I, I have Robinhood. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout's not our sponsor, but you can, like, <laughs> you can buy, like, stock in yeah, yeah, um, yeah. cannabis and, companies. Like, the and they're yeah. still cheap. They're, like, six bucks, seven bucks. And I'm always like, I wonder if this is going to go anywhere. I think it's, you know? like, you have to look at it, like, the any sort of startup and like the tech industry and what's happening in cannabis is very similar to what happened when with like the tech boom Mm. so it's really all about like how can asian americans like get in there like get their foot in the door and make sure that they're part of it Mm -hmm. instead of like push to the side right and like it's really kind of like it was really interesting when we interviewed some of these you know individuals who work more on the business end like it's all about kind of like bringing in their Asian business acumen mm-hmm. and like you know trying to make money and that was like a big way that they talked about it with their parents if their parents did find out or mm-hmm. you know they did reveal that they were working within the industry they had to appeal to their kind of more practical side like hey wow. I'm making money off of this I can make a living for myself yeah there you go I love that I mean even in the article this guy day right he's like this cool guy you know he, he's, he's getting into the cannabis world but he went to Harvard yep. and then he worked at McKinsey yeah yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, gotta, you gotta do it man um, and you gotta get it in the boba that's the thing so uh, I want to ask too you guys had um, in you know in the press release you know over the years we've noticed a significant shift in the conversation with I think you know the Asian creative community or whatever you want to call it I think we've we've noticed it too we haven't you know we've been in especially in the last couple of years obviously so comparing like episode uh, your banana issue number one to now would you feel that what are the big topics that you think are like kind of important now that that are there that weren't around maybe five years ago I think in general, we're just like so much more part of the conversation and especially in media. Yeah. And there's a lot more representation and there's a lot more Asian Americans who have like kind of come up. Mm -hmm. So we have like a, I think we have a seat at the table. It's more just about making room for more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vicky, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely grown a lot. Like, even even just this past year, like, Lunar New Year and now um, Asian Heritage Month, like, there's so much momentum and people are very proactive, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just kind of, like, being secondary, there's a lot of people trying to make headway and pushing for new things. So, um, you know, like I said before, too, like, we're not, we're not the only um, independent Asian publisher now either and you know there were a lot that came before us and now there are a lot coming up like during and after us too and, and that's honestly really really exciting yeah I feel like um, we feel it in comedy too uh, it's definitely I think the progress has sped up in the last two three years but I feel mm-hmm. like people are work peop- more Asian people are like open to like working together now I don't know do you feel that um, yeah, I, I, to, to there's your, more Asian love. Well, you know yeah, I mean? there's there's there, there was a lot of there was there is and continues to be a lot of Asian, Asian hate, hate for sure. Mm-hmm. But there is also um, you know I think I think the last time last year we had you guys on and it was great. And then you launched and then uh, you know episode four or issue four and then you had a launch party and Fumi went to the party. Yes, that, and then Fumi was like he had his ma- his third eye open. Yes. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to, yes, his third Asian eye opened, <laughs> and uh, it needs contact lenses to be yeah. honest with you. But it, it, it had his third eye open to like cool Asians. Yes, and this yes. world of like you know everybody's like cool, and there's like sort of like it's very progressive and that sort of thing. Yeah. And I think that 
there's like a little nucleus of that here there's a little nucleus of that like in LA there's a little nucleus of that like obviously overseas yeah and I mm-hmm. think that is you know to your point you know we're kind of creating an Asian point of view a- Asian American Asian creative point of view we always talk about like what do what do Asian people sound like we were just talking about that do you think there's a what do you th- what do you think that do you think there's an Asian voice kind of starting to emerge like that? I mean, obviously there's a lot of diversity in the community or whatever the fuck it is, but do you feel that, Oh, we're, we're starting to get like a little bit of a point of view, you know? As in like, if I, if somebody asked you, do an impression of an Asian American person, like right. what would you do? Because I think our struggle was that <laughs> we, we, we can't, we can't. It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's for a long time. time. Crystallize it's, it's slowly crystallizing, but but for a long time, like, we couldn't at all. Yeah, I want know? one date for, yeah, I want, you know, and you can kind of see it because sometimes you'll see, like, uh, you know, like, black people who are really into anime, and that's, like, a little too extreme, but, like, I want to see somebody who's, like, man, I want someone to say, man, you're acting so Asian right now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what does that look like, right. you know? Without talking about stationaries. I you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's, well, that's the goal. I feel like the LA YouTuber Asians kind of have it penned, mm. right? It's like talking about Boba. And like, there's so many of these Asian meme accounts yeah, that I so many Asian like, memes accounts. They, like, you know, one out of five times, I think they really nail it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. That's not bad. Twenty percent. That's not bad. I think um, Kimmy from Huffington Post, how she writes Kimmy about Yum, things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She. I feel like she really is good at. I liked her a lot. Man. She had a very strong yeah. like brand, like yeah. a very yeah. strong voice. Yeah. It was a lot of anger, right? Yeah. A lot of anger. Yeah. A lot of anger. Yeah. anger. Yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe that's the thing that we get to lean like on. Like angry Asian. Man. I mean, it all stems. That's yeah, true, huh? but it was like her anger wasn't like. I don't know. It was like funny to me. I don't know if that's insulting to her, but like probably her, her she probably anger, wouldn't like that. It wasn't like I want to kill all white it's, people. It's anger, relatable. You know? I think she has a very relatable, relatable anger. anger. It's more frustration, I think, yeah. with her. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, interesting. interesting. Anyways, okay, I want to shift this conversation a little bit to um, you know you guys covered a lot of different stuff in the magazine. We got to we had a little sneak peek. We read a little bit of it, and uh, there are two things I want to kind of talk about. I, one mm-hmm. of them I found fascinating, and Mike and I kind of talked about this recently when I was back in Japan. I had a similar thought, but you mm-hmm. guys have a whole article um, on this concept of reverse commuting mm-hmm. right um, do you guys want to talk about that a little bit the background and we can kind of get into it yeah that that story actually came to us as a pitch mm-hmm. in our inbox um, Tam uh, Lee reached out to us she recently moved from New York to Vietnam and she uh, told us about this uh, it's called they, they call them Viet coups yeah people who um, move back to the motherland and she was saying how you know in Vietnam there's like this whole boom of like creativity right now and a lot of Vietnamese Americans moving back to their motherland even though their parents um, actually are not happy about it because they spent their lives escaping Vietnam to provide a better life for their kids by mm, moving to work. America yeah. and now they're like why are you moving back right yep. um, so I thought that was really interesting, and we were able to find uh, eight other Vietnamese Americans who did that reverse commute as well and started new creative ventures out there. Um, and it's it was cool because they were pay in 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 that sense they were paving their own way back. Yeah, um, yeah. very similar to like you know you know our generation past who were paving a way 
for us to be in America and for better opportunity. It's actually the reverse now. There's more opportunity in Vietnam. Yeah. I, I used to have a joke about how if, um, because like in the 90s, if somebody said, go back to your country, you'd be like, you know, you can't, this is my, you know, America's my home. But if somebody said, go back to your country, to me, I would just be like, I can't afford to move there. It's so expensive to live in like Hanoi now, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's super, I mean, it's a super metropolitan place. Oh, okay. And, um, and I've, I've been to Vietnam only once and you know to, to talk about your dynamic my mom was like very resistant to go back mm, and mm-hmm. when she finally did she was like you know she, you know of course she loved it but uh, going back there it's like um, you know they talk about it in the article like everybody there's a very youthful energy mm-hmm. and I could totally see why people wanted to would want to come back because if I didn't have New York I would totally think about going back there because you just feel like everybody's kind of like down to do something yeah you know whether mm-hmm. it's in whether it's in creative field or not right everybody's hustling there's like it's like it's a Vietnamese people got a very entrepreneurial spirit that's why there's so many little tiny pho restaurants and yeah. like little stores that sell like you know uh, Alzai for like five dollars and shit like that because that's we just love having yeah it's a great deal <laughs> so you know there's, there's just a lot of that and then you can kind of infuse that with like everything yeah. you know the internet so and all that th- stuff too the thing I really liked mm-hmm. about this article is like a lot of these Vietnamese people uh, Vietnamese Americans a lot of them said that you know they weren't necessarily fluent in the language oh, yeah, but totally. in Vietnam there's like a need for these soft skills because they were saying yeah. like I don't have in Vietnam I can find an amazing coder or like a programmer yeah. like that but I can't find somebody who's like charismatic who's willing to like you know lead the presentation yeah. or like negotiate biz- like negotiate business wise and all this stuff which are the things that we learn here in America so a lot of people mm-hmm. are going back with those skills so I think it's mm-hmm. like a really cool thing mm-hmm. but I love that like the fact that they don't maybe they're not native in that language didn't yeah. like scare them you know what I mean yeah. cause that's always been my hesitation and that yeah, maybe it's my back. own insecurity I would probably say my Japanese is better than these people's Vietnamese probably oh, just sure. cause I grew yeah. up there and I, like, totally. I, I can read and stuff yeah. right but but even that I, even then I still feel very insecure about it and I could never I can't even picture myself working in Japan using Japanese right Right. Mm-hmm. but these guys just kinda like they got over that insecurity. They're like, no, I'm going to bring, yeah. I have skills and I want to make some shit happen. The, mm-hmm. the, the cool, the thing that um, Asian Americans have versus like, I, I don't know, I would be interested in to like talk to people from the homeland about yeah. it, but like, we're very cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're cool mm-hmm. in, in that we're like, you know, America exports their culture, right? Yeah. And so every, you know, a lot of people learn English through like whatever, watching friends and shit like that, right? Yeah. And to see someone, we're, we're like, we're like, we're like cooked in American juices. So like, <laughs> we're, we're like we're yeah, we're like automatically cool. We have like different tastes. We like, we, you know, we, you know, we know how to dance. <laughs> that sort of thing. That's true. I fucking swear That's to God. No, it's, and, and it's not like, you know, because like, yeah, there's like, there's scenes like that yeah. in like, in other countries and stuff like that. But like we, you know, this is where a lot of stuff or originated from. So I think yeah. like you're going to automatically get a little bit of a leg up. I think they're catching up, you know, mm-hmm. you know and, but, that's sort of like yeah, what man. we do. I mean, have you guys ever, you know, you guys have been, have you been back to, you from Taiwan? I haven't. No. I'm I'm from um, Canton or okay. Guangzhou, but okay. um, no, I, have, I haven't been back since I was like 11 or 13. Oh, but um, my mom just brought up to me, she was like, oh, are you going to have your honeymoon this year? Like, if oh. not, we should all go back home. Like, mm. yeah. if, if so not, this I might be the year. <laughs> To your honeymoon, fantastic! Yeah, yeah we'll be in the like, next uh, hotel room. But that's a thing that Asian families do, man. When my uncle got married, they went to Hawaii, and like my grandpa just went with them. So I don't know why he just went with them. Yeah, I mean, I'd be down to go back, like make a, like a, a mini moon. 
I'm really I just want to collect some red envelopes for my need to pay off the wedding venue and so, oh my so god for yeah. those Kath- costs Kathleen have you you've been back <laughs> yeah I go back about. about like every year every other year do you ever think about like going out there and like kind of like seeing have, what could happen I have before I mean you know like Fumi I feel not very confident in my Chinese yeah um, but I, I bet it's better than the average no, Chinese American no. you don't think so I, I'm actually taking Chinese lessons again so I can mm. get oh I love that mm. but I but mean, that's a good thing. The like, benefit I mean, is everyone you know? speaks English in right. Taipei. And then, like you know, you're again the the rotisserie American as far as like, <laughs> being like, on you. you know, you're, yeah. Asian you're like the real deal. Rotisserie Asian. You know, <laughs> it's like how sometimes like Asian companies will hire a white guy to be the CEO. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we have an actual American here yeah. who actually knows cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. The, the creative industry isn't there yet. Uh, I There's see. a lot of cool shit going on in Taiwan, but. You know, it's just like where I want to take my career is doesn't exist there. Gotcha. Right, gotcha. right. What do you think about? Um, do you? Because this this is thing something that was in the article, and I really resonated with this. A lot of people were saying that they didn't really know what it meant to be Asian American here, but then they went back to mm-hmm. Vietnam and then they rediscovered what it means to be Asian American. Oh my god! It means- and I think that's like such a fascinating insight because it's like you had to go back to figure out what you are here mm-hmm. in oh, the dude, U.S. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Do you feel that at all when you go back to Taiwan? Oh my god! Go, yeah, like. Growing up, even I noticed it because I'd go back to Tainan, where, which is where my grandma mm-hmm. lived, and they'd all be like, "Oh my God, like you're so American." Yeah, and it's like the whole age-old story of like not being Asian enough when you're in Asia, yeah. and not being white or American enough when you're in America. Yeah, I mean, when I was in Vietnam. I could understand what everybody's saying, yeah. and then my mom was there, so she's like kind of like translating for us too. Yeah, and they would guess me and my sisters were all everything else except Vietnamese. They would think mm-hmm. we were Chinese. They would think we were Korean. Sometimes they would think we were Russian. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Check, yeah. Check us. Oh yeah, they would think we were got, Russian. You got big mm-hmm. shoulders. Yeah, I mean they would just think we're like all these other things. <laughs> and then my mom would be like, "No, they're Vietnamese." I and, love that they went yeah. Russian before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because, well, like first Asian of all, we're, looking people that's right. yeah. 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 we're like way big. We have, uh, you know, we, we just like, just don't have the vibe yeah. and we don't speak the language. And so like for them, that's like, what? You're Vietnamese, yeah. but you don't speak the language. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just don't have the same that's outlook. Funny. That's like a, like a Asian roast battle is not getting the ethnicity right. Oh. I feel like Asian people get really mad about that. I know. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was, uh, I mean, I, I kind of like the Russian thing. That was kind of sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, I found out that like. So like recently when I was back in Japan, I don't know if I said this on the show, but um, I went to Uniqlo to buy some pants because <laughs> Uniqlo in the U.S. sucks now. Like they uh, just I heard. they just change the sizes so that it's for like the average American per- uh, like white were, person, right? Right, and so they don't have like skinny jeans like like the way I want it. <laughs> <laughs> Not tight enough. Not tight enough. Oh, like, it's just like everything is 34 length. Oh, okay. yeah. You're right. I'm a short man. You're okay, right. I can't where's, have the, that. Where's, the, where's the 28 inseam? Yeah, and they'll be like, they'll be like just, just hem it. But they don't understand is that because jeans are yeah, formed like, yeah. like this, right? Yeah. So if you hem it, it's wider. It'll be wider. Yeah, it looks stupid. Like I'm on a disco or something, you know? Mm. But anyways, I went to Uniqlo to buy some Japanese pants and... Uh, I didn't know this in Japan you're supposed to take off your shoes in the changing room oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. do it and I got in trouble and I was like this is where I draw the line like, this is <laughs> this is okay I'm, I'm Asian American cause uh, like, like I, I, I respect the cleanliness but like bro like I'm trying on clothes I wanna know what it looks like with my shoes on yes mm. also like I, wh- what is the purpose of this like is this for 
like cleanliness like i didn't understand it right you know i wanted to understand you you took you took the taking shoes off thing too far too far yeah, yeah. come on sometimes i gotta keep my shoes on bro yeah man and the, the manager came. it was hilarious the manager came the manager then, came uh, well, I, I literally i got scared they called the police <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, the japanese army was there yeah, yeah exactly um i got scared and so i just started speaking in english um ah, nice. so, that, so that they would think i'm like chinese or something or like oh. a chinese american person you know so yeah, i just started yeah. speaking english and i got away with it but then i was like oh that's so interesting like if you just Give off this American vibe They're like Oh he doesn't understand Because he's a stupid American And yeah. you just kind of like Get away with it I need to get a Viet- We need to get some like Homeland Asians up in here Homeland Asians Homeland mm. Asians Oh not so the TV could, show Not from Homeland <laughs> though. There's no, there I, are no know, Asians There are no Asian people <laughs> Homeland it's, it's, it's just that one girl So like Yeah get them up in here Like have that discussion About like you know The whole like Going back or not back yeah. Or whatever yeah, I feel like yeah, now yeah. Especially with like everything You know the world Is even smaller than ever yeah. So like that I think we would be surprised at their opinions because I think think the assumption is that they're going to be very patriotic but if they're like studying abroad here or if they're living here for whatever Mm -hmm. reason I feel that they were already kind of like an outlier in their country to begin with. Oh, interesting. So mm-hmm. they might have like a different opinion. I yeah. have some homeland Asians for you. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. <laughs> homeland Asians. Yeah, like who? Well, Her parents. So actually, one <laughs> of our <laughs> one of our editors, Mike Fu, he did a story for us. Mm-hmm. He's from China, and okay. he his parents still live over there, so he goes back and forth a lot. And I had dinner with him and then one of his friends and it was really interesting because they talk about their experience as you know they came to America to go to school or find a job and then whenever they go back they feel extremely displaced and like Hmm. they feel so different because they've picked up all these different American uh, like juices habits yeah Yeah, the juices (laughs) the juices the juices but then they still feel super foreign in America so they're like in a completely different boat they're like, like on another mm, thing yeah what what that's crazy yeah that's crazy uh what, what you might want to talk about another article yeah well the, the one last thing i want to talk about is uh it's a very short um thing but you guys had a very cute cartoon mm. in your oh, magazine called yeah. the new asian kid that made me mm-hmm. sad yeah i was oh. crying a little bit i've been crying a lot I mean, recently <laughs> have you oh i don't know why really I, this podcast is making me emotional man oh it's no. not good for you oh, <laughs> this no. podcast, stop listening it's we're not breaking good for down you. barriers we're breaking down <laughs> emotional barriers i used to be a japanese robot and now I'm just a <laughs> stupid American emo boy. I hate it. I hate it. But, um, you know, the gist of this cartoon is uh, a third generation Asian American boy. His name is Ethan. And it's his first day of school. Uh, I think he's like, you know, a uh, first grade or something. And he encounters the same struggles that his parents had, which is like, hey, why are your eyes so small? Why are your lunch is weird? Blah, blah, blah. But he approaches it with a different attitude because he has more confidence uh, being an Asian person. Uh, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. he's, uh, you know, um, he tackles these challenges uh, a, a little bit differently. And then he ends up making friends with everybody. That's cool. Because because he didn't take it as an offensive thing. Interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, how did you guys find this person? She's like a blogger, right? Yeah. So this was also another pitch that came in our inbox. Um, and the timing was really great because me and Vicky had been talking about wanting to do a story on like what, you know, like as our friends are getting older and they're having Mm -hmm. kids we were really interested in telling that story of like what does it mean to raise an Asian kid now like versus what it was like with our immigrant parents raising us Mm -hmm. it's a very different experience Um, so this Canadian blogger her blog is some on sleeve kind of pitched us at the exact same time and we're like this is great because she's an actual real mom (laughs) so wanted to have that perspective Um, and we collaborated collaborated with her super closely and we wrote this um like children's book concept with her to be published in the magazine it's adorable it is yay it did yeah i uh did she say that this is 
how she wants it to be or is it how she's experiencing it so far you know she's this is like what she thinks it's going to be like so her kids are very young um they haven't really entered school yet um but she has this like sense of like the new generation is so much more accepting it's more diverse you know she's out in canada so i'm sure things are also way way nicer there um (laughs) you know so she was just kind of like talking about the contrast of like her own upbringing versus like how she's starting to raise her own kids yeah i mean what do you guys think do you what do you think that did you agree with this yeah do you think our you know i hope i i hope that's how it's going to be Mm -hmm. but i i do feel like uh just generationally like the current generation of of kids are way more woke because they were born in in this kind of um climate and like i don't know i was watching like world of dance the other day yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were like this group of like Filipino dancers. So good. So good. And like their interview, they were just talking about like, you know, how they want to bring the community together and like raise awareness on diverse. I was just like, I was like bawling. I was like, like me, like so many emotions. I was like, oh my God. Like JLo was bawling. Oh my God. <laughs> it was just like, you know, it really did give me hope for the future. And, um, I don't know. It's it's like exciting to see like our friends now having kids and and how we can really change the perspective for for the future by yeah. continuing continuously doing what we're doing now. So yeah, one thing um, I, I, thought, I thought was interesting in this is um, although I, I do agree with um, you know um, putting confidence in your kids will like allow them to have a different outcome in terms of like mm-hmm. if they encounter similar situations as we did. But there are like scenes in this where like a white kid's like, "Why are your eyes so small?" That's also a problem. Like his mom should do better with yeah. him, that yeah, kid, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, don't mm-hmm. say stuff like that. Yeah, you know? still a, that's still a microaggression, yeah. <laughs> Timmy. You know. So I, I do I think that a, the, a small thing might be the food thing that will be because you know growing when I was growing up they didn't, you know shit there wasn't like Korean barbecue everywhere and now everyone's all about Korean barbecue yeah, all yeah. the time mm-hmm. so it's like if you have you bring Korean barbecue you're gonna be like a popular kid yeah you know everyone's gonna be wanting to trade their disgusting like exactly. lunchables for that that's actually know? the secret is like Asian food is better so like <laughs> it is better. it's just we're gonna get our food we're taken <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna steal our lunches yeah. for different. Like they're, they're not gonna be like, give me your lunch money. They're gonna be like, give me your fucking lunch. Yo, give me your, give me, give me your fermented bean paste. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's no, good Brad, for you, Brad? Please, yo, give me some of that pocky bitch. You know? I, I don't, don't want, want bologna yeah, sandwiches. I don't want your bologna. Uh, real quick, just to wrap up, I know you guys got a lot of like stuff planned. Do you guys want to talk about some of the stuff you're gonna launch and where like banana is gonna go and stuff like that? Because yeah, you the, know, future, the, the future, the future of banana. Yeah. Yeah, um, we have a lot of launch plans uh, happening starting uh, next week. I know that this podcast goes up um, to, uh, Monday. Monday, Monday, two days from now. Yeah. Perfect. So if any L.A. Asians are listening, Ooh, we'll be out in L.A. Malaysians. She means L.A. anals. Oh, sorry. L.A. anals. L.A. anals. We're uh, Kathleen and myself are going to be out there um, May 14th. Um, we're throwing a huge party there um, in West Hollywood. So Woo! we'll be posting about it um, on our Instagram at Banana Mag um, really soon. So you'll probably see this by the time you hear it. Um, after that, we're coming back to New York and then we're doing uh, a weekend full of programming here at Canal Street Market Whoa. on May wow. 18th and 19th. Um, we're bringing a ton of stories from issue five to life. Um, we'll have issue five, of course, um, selling here. And we have a ton of really cool merch and collaborations we're doing yeah um, mm-hmm. we have a collaboration with uh, Pearl River Mart oh, uh, hey. Pintrill oh, nice. yeah oh, Pintrill we have, nice. yeah, Pintrill. We have 
Sunday yeah, come school. get it. Sunday yeah. school. Oh, you guys weed? All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, we're doing a CBD joint rolling class. What? What? Uh, so cool. I love that we've gone from sushi rolling class to joint <laughs> <laughs> rolling we've class. We've come so far. We really yeah. have. My mom would be into that. Yeah. 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 And then uh, everything is culminating on uh, June 8th. We're, we're going to be in Flushing for the first time. Flushing, Ooh. Queens. We're so Whoa. excited. Where you guys are really from? Yes. Headquarters. <laughs> I used to, oh my God. <laughs> it brings back memories because I used to have to take the LI double R to Flushing to go to prep school. SAT Whoa. class. Yeah. Um, SAT. SAT. Mega, mega Academy. <laughs> anyone who went through that pain with me let mega, me know it's called Mega Academy yeah, that sounds yeah. so aggressive yeah. it's like you build robots we did not <laughs> but, uh, but yeah we're, we're gonna be celebrating uh, at Alumni um, with six ninety nine per pound which I know oh, yeah, is a, oh, yeah, is a friendly fun. podcast yeah, Joe, Joe, with Joe, you guys yep. um, so we'll be launching there on June 8th so a lot of a lot of stuff going on a lot of opportunities for everyone to participate and um, meet us and say what's up so yeah, oh, yeah definitely man. come out. Uh, say hi to Go all check the, them out to the cool, the blonde Asians, the blonde Asian, the blonde Asian network. <laughs> <laughs> all the blonde Asians and 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 Kathleen's got pink hair, so she's on another level. Exactly, <laughs> she's on three thousand nineteen. You know, so <laughs> I think that'd be real cool. And uh, yeah, let's do this. I guess I got, I got a really good idea for a comedy show, SAT themed comedy. Okay. Yes. Elaborate. Mm. Like de the desks are like so. It's got the you have to do your sets. Yeah. And then you have to solve an SAT question. Oh and then what if you God. get it wrong? Get then kicked you're out. Ooh, I don't know. Then you don't get to keep your tape or something. Take a shot? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> or uh, we have to somehow include. Inclu that's a funny game. Oh, that's a good game You'll idea. You'll get whacked by a feather broom. <laughs> <laughs> like an Asian mom comes out yeah. with yeah. a slipper at you. Yeah, yeah. You throw the slipper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's good. Ooh. Ooh. And also, let's smoke weed. Yeah. And we're back with everyone's favorite segment, Das Race News. Oh, uh, we're gonna come back around this time to the admission scandal that's yes, just roiling higher ed. Yes, more to the story. All right, and we've got uh, a, a uh, uh, this time. You know, last time we were kind of joking around about how all these white people were spending so much money just to get into USC. Yeah. Right, but of course, Asian people aren't going to be outdone. Not right. when it comes to sp spending money and getting into a good college. So mm -hmm. we have. Uh, an article from New York Times, and it it talks about how uh, people are getting into elite. You know, there's like these Chinese families which are being exposed for paying a lot of money to get into these elite law, law elite schools like Yale, that sort of thing. So, what do we think about that? <laughs> are we all, it was a lot. It's like, it's like a six point five million. It's like a ton yeah. of money. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. you know, this ain't no. This ain't no bullshit half million dollars no. to get into, into, you know, Pepperdine. Yeah. You know, this is... <laughs> I know friends who go there. Okay. That's mean. I'm kidding. Um, I think, well, the th what makes the story interesting uh, or makes it worse is that girl had got on YouTube and made like this 20 minute video about how like I didn't get in because I was rich. I got in because I studied hard and, That's, every yeah. and everyone can get in because if you study hard, if you work hard, you can get anything you want, blah, blah, blah. She says some shit like that. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. it just turns out her parents were just paying for it this entire time. Dang. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think my question is like, you know, how Asian parents are very obsessed with, um, mm -hmm. you know, where their kids go to school. It's very important to them yeah. because it's, it's, it, you know, it forms a reputation. I think it ultimately, if you go to a good school, it can help you out in life. And a, a, a lot, at, you know, in their generation, it was hard getting shit as an Asian person. So I think ultimately that's why they want their kids to go to good schools. If our parents had the money, do you think they would have done the same thing? 
Um, maybe. I don't think so. <laughs> I, they wouldn't have gone that far. I don't think they. I don't think if I don't think they would have done something where if they perceive it to like be breaking the law, mm. but they would definitely do what they could. You know, I mean, they did send me. They didn't send me to Mega Academy or whatever yeah. school. Was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they would. You know, they definitely would have tried to like. You know the. Uh, Enhance my, uh, you know, whatever chances? my chances. Yeah, but mm-hmm. sending you to prep school is different. I'm talking like, what, what if you're, like if your mom like bought a library for UC Berkeley mm-hmm. so that you could get in or something? Oh yeah. man, yeah, man, our libraries were terrible. Um, that wouldn't really nice. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know if she. I, I think she would have. I, I mean, if you're just saying, see, that's sort of like the whole crux of the issue is yeah. that what's illegal and what's not illegal. Yeah, because like you can donate a ten million dollar fucking. A library yeah and that school's gonna be like yep for sure and even if they say <laughs> you know we definitely are going to consider uh little jennifer uh her her her, her admissions thing separately come on yeah. right yeah, you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying like your parents gave us a fucking whole new wing you know what i'm saying it's, yeah. it's going to weigh into stuff but that's completely legal yeah and if it, in some ways encouraged you know mm-hmm. i don't mind that yeah, I mean that's because sort of there's like legacy. How this works. There's legacy. Same shit. It's the same thing. Legacy is sort of the same thing. And, and I was, I'm always thinking about like with higher ed. Like the real value of Harvard is that it's full of students who go to Harvard, mm. right? And I'm, that seems like circular. Mm. But like the whole thing is that you're in now in a network of people who are like all going to be famous, powerful fucking people, and yeah. their parents because it's a legacy thing are also famous powerful fucking people yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. really like the kind of crazy thing is like you're it's almost like you're paying a lot of money so you can like go to this like really exclusive party you know that's gonna keep giving mm, it's a gift right. that keeps on giving it's a gift that keeps Ooh. on giving it's like bottle service yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this Ivy is like the bottle this service is the Ivy the bottle service right and yeah. then and now, now you're tapped into like a venture capitalism see okay part. so that's an interesting thing so it's like for a lot of and, and, and this family I think they were Chinese but they're like Chinese Chinese they're not Chinese American yeah, and I think it, their story's a little bit different because they own a pharmaceutical company and they're rich as fuck so like I'm yeah. sure they're already in that party to begin with this but, is really interesting but for, yeah. for a lot of like Asian American families like they may not have this money and it's like they don't have legacy right so right. how can what can they do to to ensure that their kids can be part of that party part of that conversation and it's like if it's money then maybe their brains start turning and they're like, oh, maybe I need to like go through the back door to make this happen for my kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that intent wrong? Because I, I think to your point, like that's part of you just described. It's not just, not anyone can just get in. Yeah. I don't think I could, even if I was the smartest person, I couldn't get in there. Mm. Right. Because it has a lot to do with status and like what your parents did. Right. And right, stuff, right, right, right. Right. So right. it's like, sometimes you get to pay to get into that, that kind of party. Uh, I Is mean, that wrong? I don't know. What I do you guys think? I don't think it's wrong. No. And no. you know, what's really funny is like, my version of it with my mom is like suburban version yeah like middle class version where she just moved me and my family to like a school district that was a little bit less competitive less Asians yeah so I could get like more easily get into top 10% Oh, so I didn't have to pay my yeah. way into oh, University like, of Texas. Uh, Texas has like the thing where it's like top, if you're in top yeah. 10, they, it's same for California. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Wait, if you're top 10, then what? You just immediately get into any state, state school. school. Any of the state Whoa. schools. Yeah. Right. So but, your mom like tricked the system. Yeah. Ah. That's, that's the yeah. real Asian way. Yeah. 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 That's how you need money. Yeah, man. And just, you probably went to public school too, right? I went to public See? school. Didn't cost her any money. 
but it's like funny because the city next door was Plano, which has tons and tons of Asian. Shouts to Plano. Shouts to Plano, Texas. But there was no way. I'm not that smart. I'm like kind of a dumb Asian. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or are you? <laughs> I kind of am, but <laughs> not that smart, not that studious. But I would have never gotten to top 10%, but it really changed the way that I was brought up in my experience because I was like the only Asian kid. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but like right next door, I could have been like hanging out with all my Asian folk. But, oh, but you wouldn't have gotten high as shit then, dog. Maybe not. <laughs> right? Yeah. And really, that's what this is all about. It's all yeah. about Just getting high. How can high? you get your kids high <laughs> at 15? She, um, she got expelled, though. Do you feel, do you feel bad about the sta- that? The, the, uh, the, the students? The kids. Yeah, yeah. the students. Oh. They, they didn't know about it, but they got expelled. I feel bad. Yeah. I feel, uh, that sucks. Not that super sucks, bad. I mean, they're I still... Guess. I mean, it's like they, they probably, like had to you know leave school in a lamborghini so it's like i'm like oh no sad i guess yeah. what yeah. i don't understand is like clearly she set up for success right because her parents are billionaires and like she could have gone to any fucking school she wanted right without mm-hmm. the money because she's probably smart enough to get into ut or something yeah. right. and then been set for life because because you're you know you got the degree and that's like sort of whatever yeah. and then you got, you got oh, like a billion, billion dollars. dollars well see her dad went to fordham right so like oh, yeah. he's probably a self-made man i'm assuming mm. right but i think when you just get I, I don't know i don't know if you guys if you feel this way about about or like if you felt this when you're back in taiwan but i feel like asian asians are like really obsessed with brands yeah right oh, yeah. so like i was yeah. just telling mike that even there used to be this like famous japanese singer her name is utada hikaru she did the uh, oh my god she, she, did, she did the soundtrack for kingdom hearts yeah. 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 rpg games yeah. 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 i love but that theme song when she was popular in japan they would always say she went to columbia university yeah. oh. she just went to language school there but they're like so funny but they're like she went to club and she's a singer imagine like nobody would say that about rihanna you know what I mean? no, like, even if rihanna went to like am MIT, they wouldn't bring that up yeah right because mm-hmm. that's nothing to do with yeah right it's but actually cooler that she didn't go to college exactly but you know? in asia they, they love didn't. they love like this i don't know yeah dude this, harvard it's a marketing tool like is, the, is the supreme of of higher ed you know you need you need to i think i think maybe maybe what they need to do is just buy a bunch of harvard sweatshirts and just like walk around yes. with that shit you know? <laughs> because that's the advantage of being asian you could just wear a yale sweater and people just, just think you went there. Oh, you went to Yale? Put Tight. on your resume. Yeah. No one's going to know. No one's going to oh, know. Who's not going to check? You got a Photoshop? Yeah. Who's going to check? Yeah. Who's going to check? Why not? I also was thinking like um, this girl's name. I already forgot her name. Like she's, she'll be fine. Honestly, she yeah, could probably cares. just apply to like another school in the normal way. And like probably they wouldn't even know that she's the one. Yeah. Also, also, yeah. And then you know, just like throw another like couple mil in there. And she's <laughs> definitely going to get into UT. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. A hundred percent. Um. I think that's uh, I think it's cool so um, shouts to Asians for to Asians. Hold, with hold, uh, up, upholding our honor and when it comes <laughs> when it comes to this admissions hey man, but, but she, at least she paid 6.5 to go to you know Stanford right that's true it wasn't so even high yeah high. it was a good purchase <laughs> And we're back with Kathleen and Vicky of Banana Magazine. We're going to play a little twist on our popular segment, Asian Yelpers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to call it White Yelpers. White Yelpers. White, White, White Yelpers. White Yelpers. White Yelpers. I was trying to think of the sound effect for... <laughs> ba, 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 ba. I don't know. That's Trump, like the, Trump, trumpets are pretty that's white. Like a, that's like the Microsoft startup sound. <laughs> doom, doom. Uh, so uh, we got inspired by um, DJ... Uh, DJ uh, who I think she has a show now on Vice. Uh, anyways, the DJ's name is Japanese Breakfast, and she 
right? Um, I think her real name is Michelle Zauner, and she has this uh, fun yeah, article in Vice about how she um, will sometimes go to place to like Asian restaurants that have low reviews and give it a five star because people are reviewing it incorrectly. Mm. Like they're reviewing it based on like you know Shit really doesn't matter right like Western kind of things about like oh you know they didn't put the napkin in my lap or some shit yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> when really they should be talking about the dumplings. Yeah, okay, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. really what this is about. So what we're going to do, what we usually do on Asian Yelp is we find Asian people who are harshly reviewing things like the Brooklyn Bridge. But now we're going to find <laughs> white people reviewing who are reviewing Asian things and especially Asian restaurants that we love. Yeah. So mm. I, so, um, I'll, I can start. Uh, there's, a, there's a Korean restaurant called Hyodonggak. Where is it? Where is it? It's on 32nd Street. I think okay. it's in K Town. It's okay. in K Town in New York, and it is. Uh, it's a Chinese Korean restaurant. Oh, I just went to lunch there on Friday. Wait, it's the, the Black Noodle yeah. place? It's Black Noodle. Oh, the place is dope. With the, the combo, the half and half it's combo. So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> the half and half combo. I got an, I got an amazing seafood noodle. Seafood noodle. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so good. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. That place is a gem. Okay? Yeah, it yeah. is. And I don't know too many. There's not that many Korean uh, Chinese places, and it's so good. And if you know what to get there, so there's they do great dumplings. They do mm-hmm. um, a seafood uh, soup, which is like the Man, spicy. It's so generous with the seafood. Also. So good. It's massive. You could drown in it. And they got the black noodle, which is uh, uh, again another kind of Korean Chinese specialty, right? But I don't know what the fuck is going on with this restaurant. But because of sort of like where they are and it's super touristy and all that stuff there they don't really lead with that like Korean people know about it Asian people know about it right but like they also have all this other shit that to like attract people right so they sell pad thai Oh God! Yeah. Fa? What? Yeah. what? That's offensive to me. That's a micro. There's a whole section in the menu that yeah. says Chinese American menu. Yes. Wait, yes. They made say, the, the, the American. There. A section called whole for white people. <laughs> I mean, for read chats. between the lines. Yeah. That's what they mean. Every time I go there, um, every time I go there, there's there's like it's like half and half. The people in there are there's a bunch of Korean people, right? all like the the korean uh you know girl groups who are just like hanging out eating and stuff like that and like you know me and my wife are there and then there's going to be like the scandinavian european mm. tourists who are like eating general so's chicken yeah 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 yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. What? like do they not see what is happening like yeah. if anything if i went into a restaurant and i saw all the white people eating food that i wasn't eating i yeah. would be suspicious i would yeah, be like yeah, why yeah. are you giving me this food why can't i have what hans over there is yeah, having? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't eat that shit so we found I uh, found a review here. Mm. Uh, this is from Catherine S. Okay, and uh, she's got she's like a, an elite. She says elite mm. nineteen. So she's you know she gives it two stars. This is uh, from oh wait read her stats though read her stats. Okay, so she's got three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a Catherine S. All right, she's got three hundred seventy eight <laughs> friends. She got uh, six hundred fifty nine <laughs> reviews, five hundred twenty one photos. Ooh. That's a lot of data plan. That's it. <laughs> That's a good ratio. That's a good ratio. So she leaves this review from 2017. So came to this place because the line at Mew, uh, which is a kind of Mew, I, I assume, yeah, yeah, was yeah. way too long. Okay, so uh, there weren't many people here, but the place was decent. We both got, here we go, shrimp pad thai. Oh, God. <laughs> was she about to go to Izakaya Mew and Orosol order oh, shrimp pad thai? Do you understand? Okay. <laughs> Which was actually okay. It had a lot of shrimp in it. Okay, so first of all, stop. 
<laughs> if I took my mom somewhere, yeah. and the plate and the whatever dish, whatever cuisine, but it had a lot of shrimp in it, my mom would love it. She's, just, <laughs> yeah. she's like, "What's this? I don't care what the fuck Mexican food. Oh, there's a lot of shrimp. I love it. You know? It's a good deal. That's <laughs> thank you. She grab a handful, put that in her purse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Classic style, but then, right there. but then I think she's getting sarcastic here. Also had a big eggshell. Awesome. The portion was big enough uh, to get two meals out of it. Again, this is a great review. I don't know what what her problem is. I found eggshell in the second meal. Okay, eggshell. Those are good for you. I want to say it. <laughs> okay, here's always where it goes. Weird. Service was weird. I double checked uh, that the pad thai wasn't spicy and. And she said, okay, sauce on the side. Who, who, gets, who gets pad thai sauce on the side? Oh, no. So you just wanted dry noodles? Is that okay? Since when does pad thai have sauce on the side? You're right. Turns out it didn't and it was fine, but uh, that was the weird. She just didn't say, no, our pad thai is not spicy. I don't know what the fuck. What? So it was fine. What? It's, uh, did she accidentally review this poorly? Because it sounds like how awesome. Many, how many stars did she give? One? She gave it two. Uh, um, okay, here we go. Then when we were done, someone just came over and dropped the check off. Okay, is that bad? Didn't ask if we want anything else. Ooh, see, oh. that's a common thread that I've been seeing. So, mm. you know, we've been, Mike and I have been doing some research on these Yelpers, right? Asian Yelpers tend to complain about the quality of food. Always. It's like, this is too dry. Yeah. This is too, salty. I don't know, salty, whatever. <laughs> yep. White people always complain about the service. It's never, yeah. it's not really about the food. Yeah, she says the staff could not be bothered with their customers and there's only like three customers go somewhere else. So even mm. despite having a lot of shrimp and... Lots of portions, which is what Asian people really like. Yeah. And even though you order pad thai, whatever, yeah. uh, you know, so they didn't ask if I could top you off your water. You know, that's really what yeah. matters. So mm. she gave two How's stars. How's everybody doing tonight? Yeah. They wanted that. Yeah, they want that. <laughs> you want to hear our specials? <laughs> go to Chili's. Thank you. Go to Chili's. That's fine. They probably have pad thai. They probably yeah. have pad thai. That's <laughs> funny, man. Um, yeah, the pad thai. I mean, you know, you know why it was bad? Those were eggshells in it because they didn't even. They probably didn't even like. They don't sell pad thai that often, you yeah, know? Exactly. So they gotta like dust yeah. off the old pad thai maker. I don't yeah. know how pad thai's made. <laughs> pad thai maker. Probably just like a water water. Yeah, that's true. That chef was back there looking up on YouTube how to yeah, make pad thai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Yes. Yeah, man. I don't right. know. Like, do you guys, how do you guys rate a, um, restaurants? Yeah, what do you, what, what do you, what do you look at for restaurants? It's definitely, f- I kind of do both, but mm. um, like food quality as well as service. Yeah. However, when I do go to an Asian restaurant, I already know I'm not going to get the Western, ideal Western service. Right, right, right. Right? Like when I go to dim sum, like I love when they fucking yell at me. Like they're like, <laughs> what do you want? And I yes, love when yes, I can yes. <laughs> Slap me, slap me in the face. <laughs> Call me a whore. Also, I want the dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> and I love yelling back at them. Oh, and yeah. Oh, shit. I love being demanding on what I want. Yeah. And I also love knowing, like, secret menus of Ooh, Asian restaurants. Yes, the secret yeah. menu. Yeah. Asking them what's good for, like, like a really great thing is, like, if you if you do know, like, Chinese or any of them, like, wherever whatever language you're um, eating at, like, you can ask them, like, what's fresh right now. Oh, I see, yeah. I see, yeah, yeah. And they can give you recommendations. So it's like, it's like a nice, like, mm. it, it makes me feel more like an insider. And yeah, so sure. I, I really appreciate, like, the more Eastern type of service, which sure. is like knowing the secret menu, like being able to know like what's fresh, recommendations, all of that. Yeah, like, and they're not yelling at you because they hate you. It's just the way no, they they're communicate. Busy. They're, they're busy, busy, dude. You know? Like yeah. they don't have yeah. time. It's the, it, the issue is people go into different restaurants with an expectation from another restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like another type of cuisine or service, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that's where like the, the, the tension comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another, I have a uh, white yelper thing here. Um, I 
like to go to this restaurant called Udon West. Have you guys been? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's no. not that good, and that's oh. why I like it. Um, it's on St. Mark's. Have you been? No. I haven't no, been in a long St. time. St. Mark's. Yes. Udon West. It's next to Boca on oh, St. Mark's. Oh, I know that place. Yeah. So, so all the restaurants on St. Mark's is are like... Cor- is that on the corner? Is that on the corner? Literally next to it. Okay, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the restaurants on St. Mark's, just a disclaimer, they're not that good. They're like, okay. Mm-hmm. I love Boca. Boca's okay. It's not like a... But it's not like amazing food. Oh, really it's just it's like, amazing depending on how drunk you are. <laughs> sure, right? It's like, I mean, even Ken- Kenka is awful. You I don't Kenka? know. I've never been there. Yeah. So Udon West is like this little Japanese spot. And I like it because the staff, they're rude as hell. Mm. And it's just refreshing because you have this image of like Japanese customer service. And everybody's like sucking your dick all the time. But you go in here and this lady has like tats. <laughs> and like she's so rude. And you ask for water. And you have to go get it yourself and stuff. <laughs> uh, so I like it. I like it. But um, some people, uh, you know, they're not down with that that kind of attitude. So, so this is a review of uh, Udon West. This isn't even... Um, about the food, really. So this guy, Ed Ed S. He's from Dallas, Texas. Oh. 153 Represent. friends. <laughs> yeah. 200, 207 reviews, 138 photos. This is from 2012. Um, he said, extremely rude owner and staff physically laid hands on me to prevent me from using the bathroom, despite the fact I showed him my card that explains I have Crohn's disease <laughs> and need oh bathroom access. <laughs> I offered to buy a soda and he demanded a $6 minimum order. He didn't even eat there. Oh, he didn't even he eat, didn't there. eat there. Oh. oh, he just wanted to use the restroom? And then he had a bad interaction while he was trying to use the bathroom and he raided it. Is that even oh. allowed? What? To I you? feel bad Are you for allowed him. to you, yelp oh, shit if he you to really take a poop? I feel bad for him because he has Crohn's disease. Mm. Mm. We have a sympathizer. In the, in the <laughs> <laughs> well, because like if you have a condition, it makes things really hard for you. My mm. dad had colon cancer. Oh, no. Oh, shit. So I like know what it's like to Was this your dad, maybe? This <laughs> <laughs> is not my dad. <laughs> so I understand what it's like to have an emergency. Mm. I get it. But also, like, I've paid delis um, to use their bathroom during emergencies. True. Like, I understand that's part of the process. Yep. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, I've just, I've straight up given somebody, like, 20 bucks. But, like, I have to share right now. Please, 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 please. <laughs> and they're like, okay, please. And then I just let me in. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's a New York thing, you know? It really is. Restrooms yeah. are for customers only. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I it. mean, I get it. He could have gone to the next, next spot over. Or just, yeah, just give him six bucks. How much is it not to poop your pants? Not I would pants. definitely pay six dollars. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the issue. Is like, and you get a soda afterwards right. to make what? your tummy feel better. What's like, oh insane is like, <laughs> <laughs> this was no time for negotiation. <laughs> yeah, bro, you got a disease. Like, you know, you, you know what? Pay, you pay know what? His mistake was was showing him the Crohn's disease card. The card? Because <laughs> then the owner was like, oh no, now I got you. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, I don't know if Japanese people are even like aware of such a card. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I mean, I don't even think they know what Crohn's disease is. I'm, probably, I'm sure it's called something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because all, all the people work that are actually Japanese. So. Oh, that's funny. A lot of things missed in, you know, lost in translation here. Um, I hope he's still alive, Ed. Um, <laughs> I hope you But still, this was yeah. in 2012. So actually, I'm worried about Ed. Let me just check to see what his last review was. I just want to <laughs> make sure. Make sure. Just want to make sure. What if all alive. of his reviews is just him like running into a restaurant trying to take a poop? Okay. So he reviewed on March March 10th. So he's alive as of two months ago. Okay. What did he review? Was it also about the bathroom? No. He, he reviewed a Middle East bakery. Lebanese bakery Five stars That's oh. palm Yeah Oh but he rated a, An oh, Indian restaurant Two stars He hates Asians I think that's the issue here this is, uh, this is some You know Some white supremacy yeah. here But in Yelp form so, um, um, Is there a restaurant That you guys like That we should check out The, the reviews on it hmm. Give me ooh, a good flushing ooh. spot Oh or, flushing Or no, no, whatever Or whatever you want Yeah. Oh look at um, Pocha 
Pocha 32. My favorite <gasps> K-Town spot. Oh my gosh, I'm about to be triggered if I see a lot of bad reviews here because <laughs> I love Pocha 32. I will defend it. Okay. So Pocha 32, for people who don't know, wow. is a uh, it's a, a Pocha. It's like it's What's like Pocha. It's like uh, it's like, like night market food. Yeah, night market food, like drunk food. You're you know, it's it's like you know these big tables where they have uh, a jige, which is like this mm. ridiculous. Uh, we made it for you guys once. Yeah, army stew. Yeah, it's like an army, army stew. stew. So it's got like spam in it. It's got like ramen. It's got cheese. And Whoa. it's got a whole bunch of like Korean shit. It's super good. Oh, I see. I see a picture Vienna of it. Sausages. Yo, so first of all, I know you love this place, but it's only got three and a half stars. I know. And, okay, uh, we're about wait, to get... Wait, it's only got three and a half stars. Yeah, but it's got wow. 1,400 reviews. Wow. So, and there's a, a, there's a uh, review here from Dana, a white person from Queens. <laughs> One star, April 17th, not too long ago. This place is a hard pass for me. Upon ar- arrival, the waiter quickly approaches you with a menu, but points to where it's... It says visa not accepted. Literally a ploy for you Yo, to have to take out. Yo, she's looking out for you. <laughs> as most people have visa card. I've never been somewhere where they accept Amex over visa. Oh my that, god, okay. get over it. <laughs> this uh, location is also kind of grimy. The floors and the walls look dirty. The tables are a silver plate basically, and you sit in uh, black folding chairs. I'm all for casual, but damn, son, where'd you find, <laughs> where'd you find, find this? this one? <laughs> Oh my god So literally All of these All of the reasons Why she hates it Are all the reasons Why you should go Yeah 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 So Literally Yes Let's let's break it down Because let me tell you What's let We're me tell you so the opposite okay. of all this. Okay. I'm so pissed right yeah, now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, do we need to be yeah, what, what, so- was the fir- what was the first complaint? Okay, so upon arrival, the waiter approaches you with a menu and it points to the thing that says visa not accepted. Okay, yeah. First of all, see, they clearly know that visa is like a major credit card yes. and they're trying to look out for you, be yeah. like, yo, before you sit down, maybe you want to like go to the ATM yes, before you get settled that's down. Great, like, you know, that is just, great customer service great, in my yes. opinion. You're welcome. <laughs> um, she's also complaining about, she said, I've never been somewhere where they expect, uh, where they accept Amex over Visa. So they do expect uh, accept do credit cards, cards, but just American Express, you know which what? is a fairly common thing in New yeah, York. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. you know, she's just upset that she doesn't have an Amex card. Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. Okay, that's not that's, that's not, your that's, that's your shitty fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Life, you know, sorry. Also, a lot of places only take Amex. There is actually yeah. a lot of places yeah, 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 that only yeah, take yeah. Amex. Also, um, the last things you complained about was um, you sit in black folding chairs. I'm all, I'm all for casual, but damn, yeah. son, it's part of the vibe. That is part of the vibe. Pocha, like the whole meaning of pocha is like night market style. See, so she doesn't even know that. She said the walls were dirty, which is. Incorrect because yep. they ha- actually have really cool netting all yeah. across the walls. Mm. And an insider thing is you can write something on your chopstick paper, fold it up, and tie it there and create a memory. She probably thought it was a garbage. Yeah. She yeah. understand. <laughs> she yeah, understand. She doesn't like, know. That's like she, the thing in Paris with the locks. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like going there and going, so many charming. <laughs> Yeah, yeah man. she's it's like, oh, these people like throw garbage in the wall, like yeah, sticking yeah, yeah. it like gum. Like, did, she, like- <laughs> did she eat it? Yeah, so she she said, uh, okay, the second half of this, we really came to have the stuffed squid, which was a oh my god, whopping thirty dollars. So good. The oh prices god. at this place are absolutely outrageous and are driven towards tourists. The squid was also very Not chewy. Tourists. <laughs> tourists <laughs> squid is chewy. Do you the know what squid? squid? The squid. That's what uh, squid is. Yeah, like the squid was very squiddy. Yeah, come on. This place is straight up a tourist trap. Tourist trap? You want some good Korean? Take a trip trip to Flushing. Uh, Well, she's true about that, (laughs) but still. Come on, this is poacher wow. She pasted a picture of the stuffed squid. Looks very good. Looks really so. I get the stuffed squid every time. There's so it's stuffed. Dude, I want to go to the <laughs> <trail. laughs> It's so worth it. They deliver. They deliver. Um, wow. Okay. Damn. Well, you I know, love, we got so heated on that. And we I did. Love it. I really love that. <laughs> that's what that's what white yelpers does yeah. to us. I'm not super excited about the presidential re- uh, election. Yeah. But I'm so excited about fucking stuffed squid. Yeah, bro. man. Okay. <laughs> Step up. <laughs> 
<laughs> step the, the fuck off. <laughs> step off. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. And we're back with our guests, uh, Vicky and Kathleen from Banana Magazine. We're gonna play a very quick game called Confasions. Confasions. A very new game we debuted a couple weeks ago. Yes. What it is, it's like, I don't know if you guys are Catholic, but there's confessions, yes. right? There are uh, things yes. you gotta confess because you get you, you sin. Kathleen, you're Catholic? No. Oh, you're not gonna mind. Are you Catholic? <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all familiar with the concept of confessions, right? So, but mm-hmm. this is this is confessions for Asian people. We're gonna confess things on the show oh, that man. you have not done as an Asian person, and you're ashamed to tell another Asian person things that you should have done as an Asian person, mm. but you haven't done. So, for example, last week, uh, I confessed that as a Japanese person, I've never seen a single Kurosawa film. Yes, uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, Kenise, uh, our uh, our guest, she's black, and she confessed that she's never watched um, the movie. Uh, was it called The Color Purple? The Color Purple. She's never seen it, or she doesn't remember the plot. Right, 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 right. right. So that's the general gist of the game. Okay. So mm-hmm. Mike and I can start off just to kind of like, you know, uh, kick it off here. Um, so I've um, I didn't start drinking boba. Until the year 2018. Damn. What? That's yeah. last year. As in last year. As in last, <laughs> as in last year. year. Yeah. Yes. I like how you made it the year 2018. Yeah, I want to make it more dramatic. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Ooh. actually, this podcast was the- Who um, introduced you to it? Catalyst. Did. You you did. I did? Well, because we recorded- I took your boba virginity? Well, be, yeah, you did. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wait, why, why didn't you ever have it? Like, I never, what's the dealio? I never was like against it, but um, I didn't, The the it just looked very intense. Oh, I see. And um, I would get boba, but I would I would I would get it without the balls. Mm, so I was just drinking like sweet milk. So you're just drinking mm. the, the just drinking milk. Yeah, though. but mm. the balls were too intense. For, I don't know. I was, I was scared. I don't <laughs> get the boba. You don't get the boba. I don't get it. But you didn't even, you didn't even try the boba. The, I didn't even the, try it to decide not to get. Exactly. It. I, I'm not. I don't usually get boba. I go. I get uh, what's it called? Um, egg like pudding. Yeah. yeah, but see, this, these are the um, trials and tribulations of a straight man. So scared of balls, right? So <laughs> I couldn't have it. And then, and then we record this podcast, and one day you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna get some boba. Do you want some boba?" And I was like, "Why not, man? I trust this guy. I've yeah, known you for a while." You and then I had it, and I was like, "Delicioso! Look, I love it." <laughs> 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 I was speaking Spanish. Yeah, we're getting you. We're, I mean, that's as close to woke as Fumi will get is trying boba. So here we are. Yeah, my confession, confession yes. is I have two Fs on my college transcript two F's oh yeah yeah Uh-oh. not just one two I guess well I have one D and one F of which D is a fail I don't know why they have D why don't you just give me an F I don't know what happened there buddy uh, Jesus Christ I uh, I took um, it was like OCHEM at Berkeley <laughs> I took OCHEM but I actually took OCHEM so I would have had three I failed <laughs> OCHEM again I failed OCHEM but I took it OCHEM twice and the second time I, I, I did fine um, but the first time uh, I mean, sorry. So uh, the other F I have is in um, what is it called? Jesus Christ! Uh, it's Math One B, which is uh, the second semester of calculus. Oh, Calc BC. Oh yeah, Calc God. BC is what it, mm. uh, some places call that. Yeah. I never got that far. I never got that and far. And I took I took one A, one B, which is like calculus for engineers. So there's like different kinds of calculus, like at at at, at Berkeley, right? There's like calculus for people who are going to be NutriSci majors, right? Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. calculus for like. Um, science majors so like it's a little harder but it's not like super duper it's like for bio majors yeah and then there's calculus for engineers and whatever mm. and of course because asian people are fucking stupid we're like dude i'm like an overachiever i can totally handle whatever thing it is that math 1b thing and we the curve was so low in that class in the after the first first, first midterm everybody did so bad i'm talking about like engineers too yeah 
if you had gotten a 40% out of 100% in the midterm, you, that was an A+. Plus. <laughs> what? <laughs> so even in this universe, you got lower than half. Oh my god! I think I got. I, I, I think I got my name wrong. <laughs> it was so crazy, was so hard. I mean, like, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it was just like we went super fast. It was just like, and like the the. It's just like it wasn't like here we're gonna show you math in this math book. It was like conceptually, like very very you know mathy. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. who taught it wasn't like oh I'm a, I, I'm I you know I have a I have a teaching degree. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, I have a PhD in in astrophysics. Yeah, and he showed she's showing you math and he's like talking about math in a whole other way but college math is supposed to be really hard my dad always said that he's an engineer and he's like very smart but he said he told me that he thought he used to be like in high school he thought he was like a math guy because he was yep but he went to college and he was like i realize i'm not a math guy there are like people who are just like way more if you talk about if you're like in math you know and this is for our younger listeners if you like (laughs) math in high school is like you're just doing kind of like uh, it's, it's like it's like vocab really it's like yeah. you know you're, like you're memorizing doing formulas it's memorizing formulas yeah. but in math in college especially at that level like when you're at that 1B level you're like it's like conceptually like let's let's think about the world like math you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. it's not you know and you, and like I mean I would have the if you I would have the, the other students in there would derive the equation like the you know what I'm saying like they would mm. they would figure out proofs for I know. all these things and I'm just oh, like proofs yeah. and I'm just like God. what the fuck are you talking about yeah. and I'm just like playing like fucking snake on my <laughs> so that was my that's my confession I still have I still have I still have that F that's I, a good one I took I took I, I remember going to the final and just doodling on the back of it and uh, cause I was it was already too late you know it was too late so I don't know why I didn't drop the class I don't know why I didn't know why I didn't drop the class I just was like one of those you know I just, just well, it's didn't like think. it's a whole thing to drop a class man I feel yeah. you I mean it was it was I should have hey, done but it but what you didn't know what you didn't know then was that the F is still for Fumi <laughs> <laughs> good one, good one. It's so, a, yeah, I was there. That's foreshadowing. I was there for you. I was yeah, watching you. You were like, I'm a baby. You were a baby. You were a baby. I'm coming to New York. I'm eight right now, but I'm coming to New York yeah. in ten years. And, uh, <laughs> somehow, somehow, as I got that F, I was like, this doesn't feel good. Something <laughs> in about twenty years, something bad is about to happen to me. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Okay, oh. and you guys got any confusions? Oh man. I I can think of two because okay. I'm, okay, I'm pretty like Asian as fuck. I feel like yeah, yeah you kind of yeah, yeah. are. Um, the first one is that I'm not really into anime. Oh, Ooh. did you give it a try or were you scared? <laughs> I, <laughs> is it your boba? <laughs> I really liked it. I, I liked certain animes growing up, like mainly like Pokemon and yeah. Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. when you were a kid. Yeah, when yeah, it was Moon. all kid stuff. You yeah. know, I were like love uh, Doraemon. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But as I grew older, I didn't. I never got into like the Naruto's. Like, mm. watch Akira. Mm. No, not never watched Akira. Oh, see, that's like an artsy. That's anime. A, yeah, that's like yeah. a classic one almost. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know. I'm not not yeah, into like, it. Uh, what is that? Attack mm. on Titan. Oh, all I those fucking new love ones. that shit. Oh, yeah. I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I because yo, let me break I that down for you. I cannot get myself to watch <laughs> let break it. it let me break it down for you. I, I know what's happening because I also didn't really watch Naruto because what happened is like when that shit came out, we were like in high school or college, so we kind of grew out of it those popular like One Piece Naruto like um, even Yu Yu Hakusho all those really popular ones Dragon Ball Z they were all on this uh, publication called Shonen Jump oh yeah which is Shonen literally means like I don't know elementary school kids like it's for kids who are 12 to 14 right right so 
when Naruto came out, we were already in college. So like, you're not gonna be interested in that shit. You know what I mean? It's like a kid thing. Yeah, but the, the cool thing with anime is that there's like anime for adults with like adult concepts, and I don't mean like sex. I mean like murder <laughs> mysteries and like uh, yeah, Attack yeah, yeah. on Titan mm. is actually like it's actually like a commentary on like World War II actually and it's really really cool yeah so there's all these like there's a lot of anime out there I always tell people there's a lot of anime out there without magic Right, mm-hmm. there, there's like anime out there about like a businessman in Tokyo who's cheating on his wife, and it's like very real. Oh, I you see. Know? There, there's not like there, it's really just like a drama. No, and he doesn't solve every issue by being like hurricane punch or whatever the <laughs> fuck. Right? Like there's so many mangas and animes that don't do that, so I would uh, encourage people to do, do the research. You yeah. know? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. want to try it, but I just haven't like brought myself to do it. I, I need yeah. to be forced. To do it. Well, no one's gonna force you to. I know. Tom, can you please force me to watch it? I don't know, man. You know, let's. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we can get high as shit and, and try to watch a couple of those things, and yeah. uh, we probably won't remember because you know we're high. But yeah. it'll be yeah, it'll be yeah, fun yeah, either yeah. way. Yeah. That's a pretty. That's a. I, I I agree. I feel bad that I don't. Why like do you feel it. bad? I don't know. I feel like I should because it, it is an art form and it is, yeah. it is very beautiful. But mm. I don't know. Something about it <laughs> turned me off. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Kathleen? Mm. I never went to SAT prep. <gasps> wow! How did you How did you get into school? Lucky <laughs> you. Top ten percent. Did you just Did you just Top ten percent. Did you just take it? Did you? you I took just it. took. I took it twice. I think I did. Did mediocre. you prep for it? No, that not at all. That is hardcore. You are way smarter than you think. My <laughs> it's because I'm the third kid. Oh. And oh, so my parents, and sisters my parents gave up. Yeah, my my older That's sister. That's so went funny up. that they went. Yeah, and I did go. We're out of money, went. baby. Sorry. We're out of money. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wait, just like they're, you're fine. You'll do okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then were your older siblings? Did they like go to? Were they more overachieving than you? Uh, my oldest sister, yes, yeah. she went to law school. She's a lawyer now. And See, then they, yeah, they got one, so they're they like, got okay, one. cool. <laughs> and then my sister, like my second oldest sister, she is just naturally way smarter than both of us. Mm. And then I was like the kid who had to study like really hard in uh, college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mm. also failed calculus. Woo-hoo! Well, I got a forty, but the curve was so low, and it ended up being a C. Uh, okay, but I did so, cry yeah, to yeah. my mom. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, so I was just kind of like the the whatever kid. Okay, maybe she'll get into UT and she'll be fine. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. that's very brave of you guys to come out tonight. It's very yeah. yeah. This is, this is uh, I failed pre-cal in high school. Mm. I didn't even get to calculus. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, calculus is fucking hard. That, so that, hard. that could be good merch. Calculus failed, is hard. Almost failed at calculus. <laughs> failed at calc. Uh, <laughs> I think we should have a guest who is like a is. But we try to have a mathematician. Yeah, a mathematician. Mm. We, we we try to have Suba teach us like concepts. We should know shit either. We should like, like a true comic. Like a true comic. Yeah, she, she was faking it yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I had, I had a dream. I had a dream the other day. Uh, I think like yeah, like last night or two nights ago, where I was at the at a library. And I have I have nothing else to do, so I'm, I was like, I'll go, I'll grab one of these math books and I'll teach myself math. Mm. It's and weird. Uh, what the fuck? It was real weird. <laughs> and I remember, actually, I remember I did that after I think it was one A. I had I remember I I I took that one A final, and I like I was like I passed one A somehow. I don't have no idea because yeah. I I did really bad, but I I passed one A. And I was like, you know what? Now that the pressure's off, maybe I should like read this book. So I like, <laughs> took my, my math book to yeah. the library, and everybody yeah. was still studying because final was still going. Yeah. And I was like going through it, and I was like, hmm, this is interesting. Yeah. Not really, but you know, I, w- I would be down. Can is it possible for a an Asian guy in his thirties to learn calculus to again? be redeemed? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and try to learn. Yeah. Because there's so much stuff. I'm just like, why is, okay, for example, substitution method. Don't know why that is there. I think that's even a 1A concept. I don't Someone even know what that me. is. I forgot what that is. Substitution you know, method. I can't even explain to you what a derivative or an integral is. I know they're opposites of each other, but like, I don't, that's the thing about, you said high school math, like memorizing. I, so got, memorizing. I took the AP test. I got a four, you which is four. like, got, just okay. But like, but like, I can't tell you what I'm doing. Like, I don't yes. know. It's like, just like moving numbers right? and like letters around. Like, I'm just recognizing patterns and doing them. Yes. But like, if I said, I can physically explain to you what two plus two is, but I can't, I don't know what I'm doing when I'm taking the derivative of something and graphing some shit. See, I, I don't know what it is. This is a, the other, okay, so. Oh God, I already first, have a headache. <laughs> yes. I, I cheated my way through calculus. Yeah, I mean, that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do until your parents have millions of dollars mm. and just throw them, uh, throw uh, <laughs> things at the problem. So that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks for playing, and um, we hope that your parents don't listen to this episode. See, so, yeah, your penance. Your penance. <laughs> Your penance. Yeah, we should do penance. Yeah, well, your your yeah. your, pen, oh, yeah. your penance. Yeah, maybe you gotta. Okay, you gotta watch. You should watch, should watch? Um, Samurai Champloo. It's free on oh, YouTube. You'll like that. It's only Samurai. it's only like thirteen episodes. They're twenty minutes each. It's free. Samurai. What's it about? It's about um, Japan if, like, and the feudal era when they're open in the feudal era when they're just about opening up and mm-hmm. it's about like. Um, it's about Christianity, basically, and yeah, how, it how it was banned. Mm, and but there are people. Trying and to were, say Vicky here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, the, the music Dude, is really awesome. <laughs> the music is the music by, is by um, Nujabees, yeah. the DJ. Oh, I he did love all of it. It's Nujibis. really good. Yeah. So okay, he, okay. he made he like he did he did all the music for that. And so like the vibe of uh, it is like it's it's by the same people who did uh, oh God, Right. So it's basically yeah, exactly. hip hop. Times um, samurais. Yeah. So they fight. Wait, you guys they f- know the weight <laughs> in my heart. So <laughs> your penis is really good. It's I really always good. recommend that to people who don't know anime. I'm like, it's that's a great fun okay. to watch. So yeah, it is fun to watch. It's easy, easy. Wow. Samurai yeah. okay. It's also a little bit about Okinawa, which is very interesting. That's tight. Yeah. So yeah. thanks then, for saving me, Fumi. Yes. Yeah, check it out. The power then, of Fumi um, has for, compelled me. And then for Kathleen, you have to take. You have to enroll in mega mega class. Mega prep school. Mega prep school. Vicky will get you a pamphlet. We'll sign you up. You and a bunch of <laughs> you have to go olds. to prep school. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I For can't. one day, I'm busy. I'm Chinese <laughs> class. <laughs> Chinese class. <laughs> Okay, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Again, our guests today uh, were uh, Vicky and Kathleen from Banana Magazine. Be sure to check out their fifth magazine that is coming out soon. They'll tell you more about it in a second. Um, do you guys anything you like to plug? Instagram, social, any upcoming? What is the release date of the magazine? May 18th. May 18th. So be yeah. on the lookout for that. And then where can they... Because it's a physical magazine. Yeah. So and where, can they, where can they buy it? Where can they get it? Come to Canal Street Market that mm-hmm. weekend. We'll mm-hmm. be slinging mags. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we'll start distributing to our stockists that are listed yeah. on our website. Awesome. We also sell on our own website, too. Whoa. All that goes directly to us so yeah. we can produce the next issue. Exactly. So Yeah. Um, 100% of profit. Yeah. yeah these yes. people... Yeah. They, you know, I... We, just a disclaimer for everyone. These people are hustlers and all the money goes back into the thing. Jeff Bezos style. Jeff Bezos style. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. does not go into Kathleen's go SAT into prep. <laughs> it goes into... Yeah. It's very expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at AsianNotAsianPod and you can also find me on there at TheFumiAbe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And you can find me on Instagram at NicePantsBro. And uh, please check out our Patreon page. That's Patreon.com slash AsianNotAsianPod and please leave a review on iTunes. Um, this is coming out on Monday. So yes, in two days from now, this coming Wednesday, March 
March 15th, we're doing our Hack City Comedy Show. Unfortunately, DJ Vicky is not going to be there, but no. the comedy is still happening. So she will be there soon. So I if mean, you're in New in York, yes, yeah, she'll yeah. be there the following month. But if you're in New York, please come out. It's May 15th, uh, 8 o'clock at Canal Street Market. That's 265 Canal Street. And uh, come find us and we'll give you a sticker. That's yeah, the deal. Wow. That's the deal. Hey. Wow, that nice. is the deal. And I believe that concludes our show <laughs> <laughs> thank you again uh, to Vicky and Kathleen yeah thanks for coming guys, guys. Yeah. Thank you guys. Bye. 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 this episode of Asian Not Asian is presented in partnership with Listening Party follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market